We pick up at the top of Daf Yud Gimel and uh, we discuss uh, uh, some more <coughs> Agadatha just uh, to refresh where we, how we got here. Uh, we said that uh, uh, when Minakaneg and Mida, we had just been discussing that uh, Moshe found the bones of Yosef uh, uh, and, uh, and um, uh, sorry, Yosef firstly uh, buried um, Yaakov and, uh, and, uh, and then after that uh, what we what we said was that um, uh, he honoured his father, and then Moshe uh, b- buried uh, Yosef. He took uh, care. We're going to see about that uh, today as well. And then also uh, Hashem buries Moshe. Uh, so, so hopefully uh, we'll get to uh, all of that today. All right. So the Mishnah said Yosef Zacha. Uh, Yosef merited to bury his father, and that very much honoured his father. Moshe Mikara. Uh, what is the difference uh, that at the beginning it writes a dictive Vayal Moshe Paro at the beginning where it says uh, this is really talking about Pashat Vayachi. Uh, we had yesterday a lot of discussion about Pashat Shmot, exactly what happens in Pashat Shmot itself, uh, what happened in Egypt, uh, and the famous uh, Midrashim and uh, the Chazals that we that we uh, are quite famous in terms of that. And now we go back uh, Pashat to Pashat Vayachi. And it says, uh, the beginning it said, Yosef went up to bury his father, and with him went up uh, all, called Avdei Yosef, right? Avdei Paro, sorry, uh, the, 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 the servants of Paro. Uh, and, and then afterwards, later on, uh, it says, Zikne uh, Beto, and then afterwards, uh, it, 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 then it says, Vahadar, uh, uh, after that it says, Bechol Beit Yosef, Vachiv, Vachiv, Uveit Aviv. Right, in the house of Yosef and his brothers and his father's house. Okay, so it mentions the Egyptians uh, first, uh, straight after Yosef. However, uh, when it says, uh, after they come back, uh, Yosef comes back to Egypt, who, uh, him and his brothers. <coughs> and then only after, after that, it says, uh, after that it says all the other people that went up to bury his father so afterwards it says the Egyptians so before when he went down it says he, uh, it was uh, the Egyptians first and then Joseph's brothers and afterwards Joseph and his brothers and then the Egyptians why the order change and then Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan says before they saw the honor of the Jewish people, as the Gemara is going to explain, uh, they said, listen, you know, what are these Jews? Uh, who are they? Uh, they're nothing special. Afterwards, they saw the honor. Uh, they treated the brothers with respect. Okay, addictive. Uh, how do I see that from the verses? They came to the threshing floor of Atad. Okay, and it says there, there was a, a, a huge mourning ceremony for seven days over there. Uh, literally the, the threshing floor of, of thorns. And it says, how does, um, you know, do you, have, do you thresh uh, thorns? Thorns are something you throw out of things. That's one of the things you want to get away from. Uh, so therefore, Amar so Rabbi Abayu says, Malamaid Shekifu Ketarim Ladono Arono Shadiakov Kogorinaze She Makifin Lo Atad. So what happens is the uh, uh, you know thorns. We don't normally we don't collect thorns, but Rabbi Abayu says, listen, what they did was uh, they surrounded uh, the coffin of Yaakov with with crowns, uh, and it looked you know the the crowns have got points at the end. Uh, so when they surrounded it with uh, with thorns, uh, similar to a threshing floor uh, that's surrounded gets surrounded for security purposes uh, with thorns uh, and uh, it's because there were so many crowns uh, hanging on the on the on the on the coffin uh, because there was such respect um, as we're going to see uh, because, uh, in, in a second atad they put th- uh, crowns all around like thorns because all the, uh, the, the the children of Asav Yishmael and Keturah uh, they all came uh, as members of the extended family uh, to come and bury Yaakov even though they weren't Jewish uh, and uh, and what they, they they started off Tana Kulam uh, originally they came uh, to fight uh, uh, once they saw uh, the crown of Yosef, uh, so what they did, uh, they, they saw it hanging on 
the the coffin of Yaakov. Nachnu kulam kitrahim v'talum ba'arono shel Yaakov. What they did was they all they took all their crowns and they hung it on on the on the, the coffin of Yaakov. Tana shloshim v'shim kitarim natlu ba'arono shel Yaakov. What they did was they, they, there were thirty six thorns, uh, thirty six crowns. Uh, sorry, on the cross that. Uh, the, the the coffin of Yaakov. All right, um, and then Rashi does a whole uh, calculation. He said, you know, twelve belong to the to Yishmael, uh, twenty three beginning to Asaph, uh, belong to Asaf, and the crown of Yosef. Uh, the Masha also says uh, similar to that, but there are people, uh, you know, with with, with uh, differences, the the different names, and they don't mention. Um, Keturah. Anyway, there's a there's some discussion exactly uh, who everyone was over there. Uh, so, uh, but, you know, just uh, in, as a side point uh, over here, uh, this uh, there's a, a book, a very interesting book uh, by Rabbi uh, Foreman, where he discusses uh, the, this whole concept when he talks about the Exodus. It's called the Exodus. You almost passed over, uh, and uh, and he uh, deals uh, with this. He says this was actually uh, the prototype of how the Exodus could have worked out uh, if Pharaoh hadn't been so stubborn. Uh, this could have been uh, the, the prototype of how the Exodus could have been. Uh, the Jews would have just left uh, for three days, uh, got got the Torah uh, in the desert, and uh, come back and uh, revitalized uh, Egypt, etc. Anyway, but that's uh, uh, th- there was precedent uh, for for that. Anyway, uh, we see that they, they come back to to Egypt uh, thereafter, uh, and it says we uh, shame mispad gadol There was this great and uh, and, and very painful. Crying out, Tana Afilu Susim Vafilu Chamorim. Also, the the horses and the donkeys uh, participated in the morning as well. So uh, it, it seems that uh, uh, once you, you sounded the shofarot and the and trumpets or whatever the case is, is it sounded like the animals, uh, you know, uh, neighed and brayed, etc. Like that. Uh, that's the Paradise Rimonim. The other one is because uh, the animals weren't fed that day. They are crying out, and also maybe they were just. Um, Marsha says they were dressed in black, uh, so it looked like they were mourning as well. All right, so now um, uh, it's and uh, it says now we have another uh, famous uh, idea. Kevan shiugu le Once they got to the Marata Machpelah, Ata Esav, right? Esav comes along uh, and. Um, and they, they, they saw, so they, they did this at Gorinatid, so they, they had a stop off uh, over there. But now, when they actually get to Marat uh, they uh, uh, Asaph comes along and, uh, and decides to cause trouble. Uh, it says, Come, uh, he, 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 he uh, comes and makes an argument. Amalehen. So he says, Mamre Kirat Abba, he a Hebron. So he says, Mamre, uh, uh, because the, the Pasuk says uh, the, the, that Yaakov came to Yitzhak, his father in Mamre, and that's Kirat Arba uh, as well as Hebron. And that's where, where Avram was. Okay, so he said that he quoted that verse, and he says as follows. Uh, you know, he says he, that is Kevron. So he says, "Ama Rabbi Yitzchak Kiryat Arba." So Kiryat Arba, why is it called Kiryat Arba? Uh, literally, the the you know, it's, it's got the name four in its name. Uh, it says uh, because uh, there's Arba Zugot uh, Hayu. There were four pairs uh, that were buried there. Uh, Adam Vachava. Uh, it was uh, Adam and Eve. Avram Vesara. Uh, Avram and Sarah. Yitzchak and Rivka uh, were buried there as well. And now. Uh, you want to bury Yaakov because uh, Leah is already there. Uh, Leah was 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 buried uh, there as well, um, <coughs> and uh, there was just Yaakov left. Okay, uh, so it says you Kiryat Kirvat Leah Bidina. He buried Leah there in his place, and the but however higher pious Didihu. The last the pious Didi. The last place uh, is 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 left over bit is mine. Uh, already, Amrilo. So now they get into an argument with him. Uh, it says Zvinta. Uh, uh, you know, we said no. You sold the rights uh, <coughs> to to our father. Uh, you sold him when you sold him the birthright. Amalhem, no, Nahid is Vini Bakurta. No, all I sold him was a birthright. Okay, I the part to get the double portion. Pshuta, me, Zavini, I never sold him the original part. I was, uh, I should have, you know, ju- I just sold him the double portion. I didn't sell him the single portion. Amalhem, <coughs> in, you did, you sold all the rights. Diktiv, Karvi, Ashe, Karitali. 
and uh, and and Yosef, uh, you, you, I mean, Yosef said that my father made me swear, uh, you know, when I die, uh, put me in the grave that I that I that I died for me, Kariti Li Beknan, right? And says Sham Tiforoti, there you will bury me. And I'm a Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Shimon Ben Yotzadak. Hey, kira uh, doesn't necessarily just mean dag. It means ella. Uh, the word kira, ella lashon mechira. Uh, that was sold to me. Okay, that's it. Mechira, similar to uh, uh, you know, t- t- kira is similar to the word mechira. Shukain bekrachayam kurin lemechira kira. They just shorten the word mechira uh, to just kira. Uh, so you see, it is an expression of sale. So you sold it to him. Uh, he he piled up all the the riches, and you went for uh, the riches, and you. Went ahead and, uh, and 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 sold it to him. So Amalai Havalu Igarta, bring me the letter. You know, bring me the uh, the, the the deed of sale uh, to me that uh, that can show that you done. So now they're in, yeah, going in this backwards and forwards uh, and this legal argument uh, of, of what's going on. Amalai Igarta Vaara Dimitrami. <coughs> the deed of sale we left in Egypt. We didn't bring it along to the funeral. Uh, you know, man Nazel, uh, who will go down to us? Uh, Nazel Naftali. Uh, Naftali uh, should go down uh, to Khalil uh, because he's very fast. Ki Ayelata, he's very fast, like a, a fast deer. Okay, Retiv. Naftali Ayelash Luka, Anotain Imre Shefer. We had this before uh, when we said all the, the Egyptians, we had this, I think, yesterday, uh, which says all the Egyptians, uh, you know, the, the, the Israelite women are like Chayot, and because uh, they were blessed uh, with the powers of animals, etc. And therefore, uh, the, and it says Naftali is a, uh, a hind, uh, a, a, a Fast hand, and he gives, he delivers uh, good words, beautiful words. Amar Rabbi Abai, Rabbi says, Altikra, Imre Shefer, don't say good words, beautiful words. Ela, Amarai Sefer, Imre Sefer, the book of uh, the words of the book, okay, because he ran back uh, to Egypt uh, to, to get uh, this document to prove that it was sold to him. Anyway, Hushim, Bray Dan, Hushim, the son of Dan, have a so his ears were heavy, i.e. Uh, he uh, couldn't hear uh, properly. He seemed to be uh, uh, have you know uh, difficulty hearing. He couldn't. He couldn't really follow what was going on. He was he was deaf. Amalahu, my high. So exactly what's going on over here? Amalahu, no, come akev ahai ad ata naftali ma'ara dimitraim. He says no. Uh, Naftali's just gone to fetch us uh, from Egypt. Okay, so Egypt is. Uh, obviously a while away it's going to take a few hours as fast as you go uh, it's going to take <coughs> some time uh, before uh, Naftali is getting back Amalai Ata Ata Naftali Ma'ara Dimitraim until Naftali gets back from Egypt Yayavi Abba Mutal Bevezayon now all of a sudden uh, my, my, my grandfather is sitting here in disgrace uh, we're delaying the burial as a result of that Shaka Kufla Machtai Arasha so he took this uh, club uh, and, and what he does, he, he swung his, his arms uh, very hard and he, and he hit Asaph uh, with it and he, uh, uh, he, uh, he like knocked Asaph's uh, uh, eyes out. Okay, he hit him over the head and he, and he uh, separated, um, you know, his, his eyes fell out. Uh, and it says, Arasha uh, Vanatran, Asaph's eyes popped out, he killed Asaph. Vanaflu, Akare Diakov, right? He took this. Uh, Asaph's eyes fell out and they fell on the legs of Yaakov. Okay, and uh, <coughs> uh, and uh, we see that um, uh, and uh, they fell on Yaakov's legs. Uh, <coughs> so Yaakov opened his eyes, uh, as it were, uh, and he smiled. Uh, and, the, and that's what, what is written over there. Yismach Tzadik Ki Chaza Nakam the righteous should be very happy uh, when he sees a vengeance uh, he should wash his feet in the blood of the wicked uh, that is uh, Tehillim 58 uh, and, uh, and really what happens is this is all about um, if you read Tehillim 58 actually it also talks about uh, you, you'll see it in, in this light uh, you read it through and there's a lot of verses uh, that have applicability uh, to, this, uh, to this story uh, where it also talks you know, like a mole a mole that can't uh, hear uh, etc and or can't see as well uh, etc so there uh, and that's it Tzarek uh, the righteous should rejoice as well and uh, also that's the Mansha writes that uh, and also the Maral comes along and he says listen uh, uh, 
the, the brothers, you know, once you get involved uh, in the, the discussion uh, of it, <coughs> of something, you get involved in legal discussions, uh, you don't take a big picture uh, view of things, you know, so he says, once you do, you, know, you, you respond to this point, you respond to that point, and you become desensitized uh, to the disgrace that Yaakov was done. However, Kushim was only done afterwards, and he uh, picks up uh, and, he, and he reacts, uh, you know, with a, with a big picture view uh, as well, uh, and uh, and that's it. Okay, there's another tradition uh, in, in the Yushalmi actually that uh, Tosfot Arosh brings uh, that actually Kushim um, uh, uh, hits Asa first, but then Yehuda uh, comes along and kills him. Okay, so anyway, that that is that. Also, uh, the idea is, uh, I think it's a. Uh, um, Rav Chaim Shmulevitz also has a whole Sikhan Musar on this. Anyway, so that is uh, <coughs> that. Is that. All right. Botash <coughs> Ah. At that time, Nikaima Nivuata Shal Rivka. Rivka's prophecy was fulfilled, uh, uh, you know, at least partially addictive. Lama Eshakel Gam Shnechem Yomichad. Why do I have to be bereaved of two of you on the same day? So she said this uh, as, you know, that if Yaakov's. Um, uh, Asaph's going to kill Yaakov, uh, and then Yaakov's children are going to come along and kill Asaph in revenge, etc. He says, but what's going to happen? Uh, it says, Afal pi, Demitatan, law, Biyom Echad, even though the deaths uh, weren't on the same day, Have Kivritan, Micha Biyom Echad, Have. So even though their burials uh, were on the same day, uh, because you know, Asaph was killed on the same day that Yaakov was buried. All right, so now uh, that, that, uh, that, that's, uh, that story. Um, also, what to be said on the fact that uh, Asaph's eyes, or some people say it also was his head, uh, that also rolled into the Maharatta Machpela. Uh, so maybe, you know, he got uh, uh, you know, that back then. We're not going to go into that now. Okay, uh, but the Gomorrah just goes back a step and says, Ilo Asak, Yosef. If Yosef wouldn't have got involved, Achiv, Mahavu, Mit Askei, Surely his brothers would have also got involved. Uh, you know, we, we attributing everything to Yosef over there, uh, but surely his brothers would have dealt with it. Okay, uh, Banav, Surely his sons uh, carried him to, to the land of Canaan and they buried him over there. So surely they also played a part. Amru, Hanekulo. No, what, what we're saying is uh, the brothers were involved in the burial. Uh, why didn't they start uh, the burial? So now, Amru, Hanekulo, Kvador, Melachim, Yotar, Mehed Yotot. No, they realized, they said, listen, Yaakov is Melachim, uh, the greatest, he's a Melech, he's the king, uh, you know, the, the the royalty is the second uh, to the to the to Paro, uh, etc. Rather than us, who are just uh, commoners of here, we had your thought, we would have dealt with it. All right, uh, and as we said, me Gadol Lanu Yosef, who was greater than Yosef in his generation. So it was it was Yosef uh, that uh, you know Yosef dealt with Yaakov, and then in turn uh, Moshe, who was greatest of his generation, uh, dealt. Uh, with uh, with Yosef, okay. How so? Tanu Rabbanim, Boru Ei Kama Chavivot Mitzvot Shem Al Moshe Rabbeinu. Look how much Moshe Rabbeinu loved doing mitzvot. Shekod Israel Kulan Nitasku Biviza. The whole time when when the when the Jews were leaving Egypt, uh, although they were commanded uh, to to take out all the <coughs> not all, uh, they were commanded to ask uh, from their friends. Um, a certain amount of wealth, okay, uh, so, so they answered, and they, it says, they, they took all the spoils of Egypt, and they emptied out Egypt, so they didn't necessarily have to go uh, over there, but once they did, they, they, they did it, um, they did it, uh, you know, very much, and they emptied out Egypt, there wasn't much left, however, uh, Moshe, he says, listen, uh, he, he was, uh, everyone else was busy uh, with uh, the spoils of Egypt. Who uh, uh, that, that He was busy uh, with mitzvot. Okay, what are we talking? He says, and we just quote a verse, uh, The wise of heart will keep mitzvot. Money comes uh, and money goes, said Moshe, but mitzvot uh, will stay with you forever. Uh, it says, where did Moshe know? Uh, that uh, exactly know where he um uh, where where Yaakov uh, was buried okay uh, and uh, you know uh, 
sorry, just on the previous thing, Ben Yoyada says Moshe could have taken whatever he wanted. He was in a in a kind of position, as we saw yesterday as well. Uh, he was in that position of power, uh, you know, uh, being very close. He was brought up by royalty. Uh, that's why they couldn't tell uh, what type of baby he was. Was he Egyptian? Uh, was he Jewish? Etc. It gave him free uh, ability to walk in and out of uh, of, of Paro's court. He didn't have the uh, the shackles really of uh, of being subjugated. He didn't have that slave mentality. He could have uh, asked whatever he wanted, uh, but he went ahead uh, instead and, and looked for the coffin of Yosef. All right, so now um, uh, all the other uh, tribes came out as well. We had that whole discussion a few days ago. We talked about uh, the Aronot of, of uh, the bones of Yehuda were jangling around in the coffin uh, uh, because of, of, of what he said. And then we, we talked about Ruvain, uh, etc. So they knew uh, all the other uh, um, uh, the coffins were known uh, to the other Jews were because they were buried uh, by the Jews themselves. But the burial of Yosef uh, was done by the Egyptians. So the Jews didn't know the exact place uh, where he was. So therefore, there is, uh, uh, the, the, there's, uh, there's some discussion. You know, we, that, that's the question. Of, yeah, so how, how come Moshe knew? How did he know uh, where Yosef was buried? So it says, Amru, Serech Bat Asher Nishara Motador. So Serech Bat Asher, who was one of the people uh, that w- was down there, uh, and one of the original people that came to Egypt was obviously uh, Asher, and uh, she was the daughter. So she lived a very long life. It says uh, the the Midrash brings that she was the one uh, that told Yaakov. Uh, she she played the the harp and she told Yaakov. She sang a song uh, to Yaakov. She says, "Listen, uh, I've heard that Joseph is alive in Egypt." Uh, he says that you know that's very nice. So she kind of broke the news to Yaakov gently that Yosef uh, was still alive. All right? And once she did that, uh, she got blessed. Uh, she, she revived Yaakov. It says the, the, the spirit of, of Yaakov, Tachi, Ruach Yaakov, his, his spirit was revived. And as a result, she lived a very long life. So her spirit, uh, her body, uh, you know, she, she died very late. So she was uh, you know, very, very old over here around 200, uh, etc. So he says, Halak, Moshe etzla, Moshe went uh, to Amrala, uh, and he asked her, uh, it says, Klumat Yodat, Heichan Yosef Kavur, do you know where, where uh, Yosef is buried? Amrala, sure, Aaron, Shalmatechet, Asu Lo, Mitran, Kvaru, Benilus, Hanar. What they did was they made a metal uh, coffin uh, for, for him and they threw him into the river. Uh, into the river now, uh, they believed that uh, the blessing uh, that, that that he had brought uh, previously with uh, with the, uh, the uh, uh, you know, not uh, the, the lack of famine, uh, etc., and, and and the way he got them out the famine uh, would be a, a a good simon for them uh, that uh, he'd be kept in the Nile River today. So that waters uh, would be blessed. Okay, so now Halach Moshe Vamad al Svat Nilus. He stood on the side of the Nile River. Amrlo Yosef 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 Igia Ha'et Hashinishba Kadosh Baruch Hu Hu Shani Goel Etkem. He says that now the time has come, uh, which Hashem said, I'm going to redeem you. Uh, it says, and afterwards Vigia Hashua Shen Shavata Et Yisrael. And now it comes the time to fill the the Shua that you made the Jewish people take imatem uh, so we, they, we said we'd remove your bones but uh, what you have to do is you have to help us if you, if you reveal yourself at uh, right now uh, that's great uh, then we can take you out uh, if not uh, then we are released and clear of your oath Miad Safaron shall Yosef immediately uh, the, this metal casket of Yosef floated to the top of the water Okay, and uh, and uh, you know, so there's another uh, midrash, maybe more uh, well known, that Yosef uh, took um, a, uh, a shard uh, on which was written Aleishor, uh, Aleishor, and uh, uh, he threw it into the uh, into the the water, and that uh, caused the the casket to to uh, float up uh, as well, because Aleishor was a reference to Yosef, uh, rise ox, you know, that that's uh, also uh, Aleishor. It was was the um, was the word that Yaakov uh, was uh, blessed Yosef with, uh, you know, standing on the on the wall, uh, etc. But he used uh, that that same words uh, there, and uh, that was the the same uh, piece of shard uh, that uh, Micha, uh, who was. Um, 
uh, an evil person came along and took that, that shard and it, when the time came for the golden calf uh, threw it into the golden calf okay that's the uh, midrash and that, that gave Alayshor, uh, you know rise ox and that gave the, the calf the ability to move around anyway uh, but that is a midrash that is not uh, the tradition uh, the, I mean it's not the, the story that's brought in this Gemara but that's uh, you know aligns a little bit uh, with it and uh, the question is maybe you say how could metal float uh, uh, but we have <coughs> so uh, one, one person was cutting down a tree at the time of Elisha uh, and uh, the axe head fell into the water uh, one of the students uh, uh, the disciples um, of Elisha uh, he, was, he was cutting down a tree and then the axe head fell into the water and he says aha Adoni oi Adoni he says oh my master he says hi Shoel uh, oi now it's uh, it's, uh, it's a a borrowed thing and now I'm going to have to be I'm in trouble uh, you know I have to uh, it was a borrowed thing I'm going to have to pay it back uh, the, the man of God said uh, where did it fall so he showed him the place he cut down a stick and he threw it in there and the, and the iron floated up so we see that iron can float uh, if there's a miracle once there's a miracle involved and there's a kavachome Elisha was the prime Talmud of Eliyahu, Eliyahu Navi, Eliyahu Talmud of Moshe. And Eliyahu was the Talmud of Moshe. There are many similarities between Moshe and Eliyahu. They also, Hashem hid them in a cave or in a rock, etc. And he goes for 40 days without eating and drinking much. Okay, so that is, or eating and drinking anything, I think. And that's it. He goes into the desert, goes to a place called Horeb. Okay, it could be. Harasino <coughs> itself. Anyway, so uh, Elisha, Eliyahu, sorry, is uh, is uh, a student of Moshe. Tzav uh, Brazel, and if and if, um, and if Elisha, uh, who was a student of Eliyahu and Eliyahu Moshe, and if Elisha could do it, how much more so? Rebbeinu, uh, Moshe, Rabbeinu, Alakad Kamakama. How much more so could Moshe uh, do it? Okay, so here is a, a different uh, version of it. Rabbi Nathan, a similar kind of idea, uh, but not with a floating. Coffin. Uh, he was buried in the crypt uh, okay, of, of kings. Uh, he, was, he was buried there. However, uh, didn't have uh, numbers uh, or, uh, or, you know, ex- some discussion actually what this uh, carbonate actually means. Uh, it could mean a labyrinth. Uh, there is that one thing. It, it could mean uh, there is another understanding uh, that it, it actually is a de- derivation of caverna uh, as well. So anyway, the, whatever it is, so they, they had it in this, this crypt of uh, all the kings. Halach Moshe, he went to this place and, uh, and he says, Amar Yosef, uh, the time has come uh, that Hashem said that I am going to redeem you. Uh, and now the time has come uh, for the Shua to be fulfilled, that uh, you commanded Israel that we'd remove your bones. Uh, if you show yourself now, uh, then that's great. Uh, then if not, we are free from your oath. At that time, Niz Dazer, Aronoshel Yosef. Uh, the, 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 the coffin of Yosef shook itself and made itself aware of all the things not like Moshe and Moshe took it and brought it to himself uh, so maybe you know maybe the, the Egyptians uh, specifically did this uh, because they knew if, if uh, they maybe hid the the, 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 the Aaron of Yosef uh, and the Jews didn't know where it was uh, that uh, it could be that the, the Jews uh, weren't able to leave uh, because they promised and now uh, they uh, weren't going to be able to find it well then maybe that that was a guarantee uh, that they wouldn't leave as well. All right, anyway, so Moshe located it and it says, Vakonatan Shanim and took it out. Vakonatan Shanim, Shayusra Midbar. And all those years the Jewish people uh, were in the desert. Hayushnai Aronot, Hallelujah. There were these two Aronot. There was the Echad Shalmeit, Vechad Shalshkina, the one, the Aaron Kodesh, and the other one was the Aaron of Yosef. Uh, that who had died, Aaron at, uh, Yosef at Sadiq. So Malkin, Zem, Zem, they, they went one next to each other. Now, obviously, uh, di- not directly because the, the, 
Moshe uh, carried it and was within his camp, Yosef, uh, Yosef's bones were in his camp uh, throughout the whole time. And the Machaneshkina, obviously, uh, the Ark of the Covenant was obviously uh, closer uh, in the center of the Mishkan. So, I mean, they were, they, were, they were nearby. I mean, it wasn't directly next to each other. Anyway, but they, they, they were close enough that people would notice the difference uh, and, and say, listen, the people would notice that they were close to each other um, and, and, and therefore, are you over him? Vashavin over him. And the people that came by uh, said as, as follows, uh, that uh, it says, what's the difference uh, between these two arcs? What, what are they? What is the nature of them? Uh, one is of uh, Yosef, the, the dead person, and obviously uh, one is belongs to the Shkina. Hashem v'ki ma'adarchor shall meit lahalech in the Shkina. How can uh, you know? Surely it, that's in Congress. Uh, they say surely a dead person shouldn't be together with the Shkina. So Amru it says KMZ ko mashukatav vaze. Yosef fulfilled everything that is written in this. Okay, so so that is that. Obviously, uh, it was before uh, the giving of the Torah. So obviously he didn't uh, manage to uh, uh, to to uh, to fulfill uh, you know everything that was written, but there is a concept that the the forefathers, uh, including Yosef, I suppose as well, uh, fulfilled uh, things that were uh, written in the Torah even before uh, they were given. Okay, so the Rashi uh, at the very top, the top Rashi on the Samud uh, gives a whole lot of. Uh, examples of uh, the same way uh, that uh, you know that, that he, he gives examples of the Ten Commandments uh, that Yosef uh, you know kept on talking about Hashem and when he swore falsely uh, and 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 not you know, it, it, to try uh, fool his brothers uh, he spoke in, uh, in 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 he swore in Pharaoh's name etc he didn't use Hashem's name all right so there's a whole discussion uh, of how uh, he kept there he also uh, never hated his brothers in his heart all things like that that later on uh, would be given in the Torah. He loved his uh, uh, his brothers like himself, etc. He didn't bear grudges, all that. Okay, so now, Vim Lo Asik by Moshe, similar kind of question to what we had uh, before with the brothers. Uh, surely the brothers, if Yosef didn't get involved, he would they would have got involved. Uh, and uh, so if Moshe had not got involved uh, with Yosef, surely uh, Israel, Lo Havu Mit Askebai, uh, surely the Jews themselves would have got involved. Uh, with it. Vakative. Uh, surely uh, we have uh, learned as well after uh, Moshe died, it says, Atmut Yosef, Asheheelu, Bene Israel, Mitzrayim, Kivru, Bishkem. Uh, after the the, the 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 Jewish people took the bones of Yosef, uh, the, and it says the Jewish people uh, brought it out of Egypt. They brought they they put it uh, in Shechem. They buried Yosef in Shechem. So they actually finished off uh, the the burial of Yosef. Ever uh, two. And moreover, Elo it asked by Israel if the Jewish people wouldn't have done it. Banav lo ayuvim it asked by. In the same way, uh, surely if the, the Jewish people didn't deal with Joseph's uh, burial, surely his own children uh, would have become uh, involved with Akativ. Uh, it says they became the inheritance from the children of Yosef, uh, and 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 they got involved. Uh, they got given Shechem as well. So, so therefore, you know, why Dafka Moshe? Why not his own family? And the Gemara says, Amru Hanichu Lo. Uh, no, leave it. Leave it as is. Why? Kavodo beremubim yoter mimratim. The honor of uh, a lot of people uh, getting uh, benefit uh, or bearing yourself is better than just a few. Uh, and also v'tuamru. And also they said hinichulo kavodo v'gedolim yoter mipikatanim. And let the great people of the generation I Moshe uh, get involved, and we as the family uh, will just uh, take a step back. Uh, and therefore, like uh, we, we're not as great as Moshe, and therefore uh, let you know leave it as is. Right. So now uh, it says the Jewish people uh, uh, buried the bones in Shechem, Kiru Bishchem. They buried in Shechem, and it says Ma Shnash Bishchem. Why Dafka in Shechem that they chose uh, to bury Yosef there as opposed to anything uh, anywhere else? Amar Rav Kama Rav Rav uh, it says he was kidnapped from Shkem, even though the Torah says Dotan is an opinion uh, that uh, you know that, that Datan is not a real name. Uh, Rashi uh, says that it was actually <coughs> like the brothers made a plan uh, a dat uh, they, they had a, a, like a legal uh, case over there to. Excuse me, <coughs> uh, to to work out uh, how to how to deal with him. Uh, however, in in uh, Sanhedrin, 
where this story is brought up again. Uh, Rashi also explains that Totan was actually a uh, like a, a village uh, that was very close to Shem, so it was really part of Shem. And also, uh, you know, Shem was part of the things that, uh, uh, the special portion of, of land uh, that Yaakov, uh, I'll give you Shem Achad, Achad uh, in, in Vayachi, he gave him the extra portion. All right, so, so now, so that, that's why uh, Shem was, uh, was there. All right, so that, that's uh, what, what they, they chose to do, it because he was kidnapped from there, and we should return his body uh, to there as well. All right, um, uh, Kashu, Kraya, how did that? Uh, surely the verses contradict each other. So why do the verses contradict each other? It says Moshe, as we said before, Moshe took the bones of Yosef with, uh, with himself. Uh, but then later on uh, in Joshua, it says, uh, in chapter 24, it says that the children of Israel took the bones of uh, Moshe uh, of of Yosef up. Uh, so which one was it? Was it Moshe, as we saw uh, the stories, etc., or was it uh, Yosef? Uh, I, I mean, the children of Israel that took up Yosef's bones. So Amar Rabbi Chanina, Amar Rav Chama, Rabbi Chanina, also comments uh, on on that, uh, and he says uh, on on this, he says. Uh, Call how said var vlog tomorrow. Anyone who, who does start something and doesn't finish it, vavacher ukumaro. He had the ability to finish, you know, maybe, and he doesn't finish it. Male alav hakatov al kumaro shkedu na asa o right. And then someone else comes along and completes it. Uh, the verse gives credit uh, to the one who actually completed it, as if he's actually uh, finished the whole act. Uh, because they they finished the whole burial, uh, it gave them credit as if they did the whole thing. All right, so. Um, so there, there's there's differences here. Moshe obviously did what he could. Uh, he couldn't bring it in because Moshe, as we're going to see, uh, is going to be buried outside of Eretz Israel. So Moshe did what he could, uh, but he didn't manage to finish it. So, but still, uh, the 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 reward gets taken back. Uh, from you, you don't get the full reward. The other people that finish it off uh, get the full reward. Now we take this and we take it a step further. Uh, what happens is one who is able to do it uh, and and is able to finish it uh, and doesn't complete it. Uh, in that situation, uh, not only uh, do we ascribe the the uh, the result to someone else, but also uh, that person gets taken down from his greatness. Okay, dictive. Ahi ba'etahi yarad Yehuda. Yarad Yehuda. It says uh, it came that time Yehuda went down va'yarad from his brothers, and he went to this uh, other woman. He got involved, uh, and it, not, not other woman. He got. Um, into business uh, with with a person called Kira, uh, who was Adzuloma uh, It, uh, etc. And therefore, he went down uh, because actually what he did was he started he he made an attempt uh, to save Yosef, uh, but he didn't finish it. Uh, so therefore, the the Yerida, uh, he, it says he went down, meaning that he went down in estimation uh, with his brothers. <coughs> Rav uh, Shmuel Banachmani, Rav Shmuel Banachmani takes us even a step further, uh, and he says, "Afkover ishto ovanav." You'd also uh, bury your wife and children uh, if you do that. So if you show uh, that lack of respect uh, to the mitzvah, uh, that is 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 uh, very very bad. And in, in the case of someone like Yehuda, who could have done such a great thing, uh, and he didn't do it, he had very severe consequences. Addictive vatamot batshua eshet Yehuda addictive vamot ervonan. So both ervonan. Uh, the 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 children of Yehuda died as well as his wife, uh, Shua's daughter, uh, died. All right, so we see that uh, it has these um, very severe consequences over there. All right, Amar Yehuda, Amar Rav Yehuda, in the name of Rav says uh, further things about Yosef. Yosef atzmot bechayav. Uh, when when Yosef, uh, who I was called Yosef, was called Bones, even during his lifetimes, because uh, he, he called himself Bones as well. He said, "Hashem will pakod you've cut it, Kim, but Yerahaliti atzmot mehena. You should take my bones uh, up from here." And even in his lifetime, he said, "I'm going to be Bones." Uh, it says, "Mivnei shulo micha kavod aviv." He didn't uh, protest for the honor of his father uh, when the brothers uh, were talking to him, and they said, "Vamalei avdacha avin avinu." Uh, your your servant, our father, when they thought he was just a 
despotic king uh, that that was just torturing them. Uh, they said, "Your your 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 servant, our father." And he never said anything uh, to them. He could have said, "Listen, leave your father alone. Uh, you know, he's not my servant. I've never met him." Something like that. He could have said. Uh, the fact that he didn't do uh, means that he was called bones even in his lifetime. Uh, also, <coughs> he said as well, hey, my mate, Yosef, caught him Nakiv. Uh, why did Yosef, even though he was the second youngest brother, uh, die before all his other brothers? Uh, after, you know, he asked them to take care of his uh, <coughs> burial, uh, etc. Uh, why was that? Uh, it says, because Menashun Hinnig Atmo Barabanot, he lauded himself uh, uh, over people, and that maybe even, you know, with good intentions, it just says, uh, people in, the, in, in power. Uh, authority uh, sometimes have a shorter lifetime because of all the stress uh, that they have. All right. Um, Yosef, Hurad Mitzrayma, Yosef was brought down uh, to Egypt, uh, and this was uh, at the beginning of the story in chapter 39. Don't say was brought down, uh, meaning that he brought uh, people down. Shorid, it's Tanage, Nina, it's Tagnine uh, Paro Migdulatam. He uh, lowered the, uh, uh, the the astrologers of Pharaoh down from their positions because he went and interpreted Paro's dreams, uh, and they 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 had no clue. Uh, the, the the verse says, "Vekanu Potiphar Siris Paro." The the Siris. Uh, the part of the officer of Pharaohs brought him from the from the Ishmaelites, etc. Uh, also, at the beginning of the stories, uh, the story, <coughs> the um, it was an uh, it could be an officer or an executioner even Amarav she kano lots more. It says Vikanu he he bought him. Also, he desired him. Okay, he he wanted him uh, for himself. He bought him for himself. Ba Gabriel v'sarisu ba. Uh, Gabriel Paro uh, the, and Gabriel came along and uh, castrated Paro uh, and then uh, came along and uh, Faro uh, Piro and, uh, and that's it he, he mutilated him in the same part of his body and it says Mekara Kativ Potifer Lusov Potifera and then afterwards Potifera it means that a part of him was actually uh, uh, mutilated so he desired um uh, Yosef uh, for personal his personal needs, but obviously uh, that that the, because uh, Yosef was very beautiful, uh, and uh, you know as the verse uh, tells us, uh, and uh, we see that he wanted him, but uh, he ended up uh, becoming sterile or eunuch or whatever uh, the case is. <coughs> Carrying on, the Mishnah said, and Moshe, who was the greatest of the generation, took uh, care of Yosef, who was the greatest in his generation, and then when Moshe died, who was the greatest uh, person to take care of Moshe, as it were, uh, that it wasn't necessary, you know, not person, uh, but obviously Hashem himself. Uh, um, uh, that, that Hashem took care of Moshe. Anyway, so uh, uh, so we, we we don't speak about that just yet. Uh, so we, we just speak about something else. Hashem uh, When Moshe says to the people, "I'm not able to come into Eretz Israel," uh, and Hashem told me, "Ravlach, you have got enough." Uh, at the beginning of Eid uh, Kanan, uh, it says, uh, Ravlach, don't speak to me uh, again about this matter. Amar Rabbi Levi, Rabbi Levi says, Barav, Yushar, Barav, Bishro. With the word Rav, uh, when Moshe was speaking to Korach, as we're going to see, uh, uh, he says, you have got so much, uh, why do you want more? Uh, he says, uh, he said, he also told the people, he says, Rav, and therefore, Minakinegin uh, Mida, Rav, uh, was used uh, to inform him uh, that it was enough for him as well, that he had enough uh, uh, prestige. Barav, Isher, Rav Lachem, Rav Bishro, Rav Lach. Uh, when he said, Rav, you've got taken too, Rav Lachem, B'nai Levi, uh, you've taken too much. And then it says, Rav, <coughs> Rav Lach, you've had enough. Uh, so that's it. We also, in Mida Kineged Mida, even on, on Moshe's level, uh, works as well. Uh, all right, Davar Acher, another understanding of this Rav. Uh, Rav Lach, you have a Rav. Yav Resh Lach, uh, Manu Yoshua. You've now, there's a Rav in place. Uh, someone uh, who's, who's uh, uh, there uh, to lead the people. And who is that? Uh, Yoshua. 
another understanding of Rav Lach. Uh, it says, Shalom, uh, uh, enough. In other words, Hashem says to you, Shalom, Amir Harav, Kama Kasher, Vatamid Kama Sarvan. You've prayed to me so many times. Uh, the, the word Vaechanan uh, comes along and tells us uh, of the of the, the hundreds of different prayers uh, that that Moshe uh, advanced, etc. Uh, it uh, uses the numerical word of Vaechanan. I think it's uh, somewhere you know in eight hundred uh, prayers or whatever it was. And uh, Hashem says, "Listen, uh, don't ask me anymore. Otherwise, uh, I'll have to." Uh, give in to you and because otherwise uh, people are going to say how how obstinate uh, is uh, how difficult the master is and how obstinate uh, the student is uh, that that keeps on asking for something that has been refused uh, why wasn't Moshe allowed uh, into it uh, says based on the camel is the burden all right and and even though Moshe did the most minuscule uh, sin uh, so he was he was punished at Mayim Riva. Uh, there's so much dispute amongst the various commentaries exactly what sin Moshe did, uh, but still uh, he was punished uh, for that this minor indiscretion, and uh, and therefore uh, he uh, you know like the 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 hair as as much as a hair's breadth, and uh, and therefore any sin that he got he got uh, punished for it uh, in this world. All right, uh, and now it says Viyom Elam Ben Mayasrim Shana Anochiyom said Moshe. I'm 120 years old today. Shain Tamud Lumahayom. Why do you say today I'm 120 years old? He could have just said I'm 120. Hayom Alu, no, Yamai Shnota. Today my years and days have been fulfilled. Why? What does that teach you? The Medcha, Shakhodesh Baruchu, Mashlim, Shnotam, Shal Tarikim, Yom Liom, Mechodesh, Mechodesh. Hashem comes along and it says, Dictive, Et Mispar, Yamecha Amalai. The number of your days I will fill it. In other words, uh, that Hashem measures uh, the Tarikim. Kim's days and months, uh, uh, you know, exactly to years and uh, day to day and month to month. Uh, in other words, they died on their birthday. So Moshe was born, uh, therefore, on the on the seventh of Adar, and he died on the seventh of Adar. The seventh of Adar uh, being his birth date. We had that discussion a bit earlier. A few days ago, when we discussed uh, that uh, uh, you know w- w- when he was thrown uh, in the river, and uh, and uh, you know how that works out exactly uh, when he was uh, when he was born. Okay, and that was uh, uh, that's that. All right, so so we see uh, that. Uh, uh, that that and we know that he died on the seventh of Adar from, from working back uh, when the man finished uh, etc. lasted a month uh, afterwards etc. when the Jews went into Eretz Yisrael so we can work out uh, how long uh, Moshe you know when what day he died. All right, uh, it says I can no longer go out and come in. Uh, says uh, Moshe, am I let's say it for law? What do you mean go out and come in? Elam let's say it for law, Mamish, if that means physically going out and coming in. Vakativ, uh, we have uh, another verse that says Moshe ben Meir v'shim shanabu moto. Moshe was 120 years old when he died. Lo nas lecho. Still, his uh, his eye wasn't dim. His 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 force uh, was had, had you know was had not weakened at all. Vakativ Moshe el har and Moshe went up from the plains of Moab to to Haranavo. he climbed the mountain Vatanya Malot Hayusham there were twelve uh, steps there uh, maybe corresponding to the twelve tribes uh, it says Paskan Moshe Echad he just like kind of jumped up them so he was very strong uh, physically so what does it mean he can't go in and he can't go out Amra Ben Achmani Amra Yonatan let's say it for Lord Bedivre Torah he couldn't go out and come in uh, with words of Torah Malamed Shinistam Tavmu Menu uh, like the gates of wisdom uh, were closed off to him uh, so this doesn't uh, mean uh, literally closed off but uh, maybe there was so much uh, wanting to come out of Moshe and uh, he wasn't able to start revealing uh, all the things that, that he knew uh, anymore so he wasn't able to do so the, the gates of wisdom to reveal to others <coughs> were closed uh, to him. Alright, so now Vialek Moshe Vyoshua Vyatz Vu Boomaid it says when Moshe and Yoshua went in, uh, they were together in the Oil Maitana. Otor Shabbat Shaldio Zuge Haita. this Shabbat was of two pairs uh, over there. Dia Zuge, uh, two people, Nit uh, you know, Moshe and Yoshua uh, served uh, together. Nitla Rashut Mizev Nitla Lazer Moshe transferred over uh, the, the, the the his power uh, to Yoshua uh, on that on that Shabbat. And that's why he he died uh, on Shabbat, and that's why one of the reasons we say Tzidkatcha Tzedek, uh, 
when uh, on a Shabbat afternoon because it says Moshe died that time, uh, yeah, uh, uh, David died that time as well. All right, Netanya Amar Rabbi Yehuda Ilmalei Mikra Katuv Yev Shalomro. If Rabbi Yehuda says uh, if the verse hadn't written it, uh, we couldn't say what it actually says. Heichan Moshe mate, where did Moshe died? Mechal Kosher Ruven. He died in the portion of Ruven. Dictive via Moshe Maravot Moav and Har Navo. He went from the plains of Moav to Har Navo. And we know the novel Bechel Koshe Ruven, Kaima and Ruven, as portion was in Novo, was in Ruven's portion. Dictive of Navarin, Banu, it said et Novo, carried on at the verses in at the end of Bamidbar, said they brought, they built Keshbon and Eliyah in Kiryatayim in Novo. Uh, so they they built the wall. So that was Ruvain's portion. Avahechan Moshe Kavor. Where exactly? Uh, sorry, Navo. Shushan Matush Loshan Neviim. Navo because three Neviim uh, were, were died there. Moshe Aaron and Miriam. Moshe Aaron and Miriam all died uh, within a few months of each other. Uh, Miriam died uh, around uh, Nisan time. Uh, Aaron died on on the first of Av, and uh, and Moshe then died in the, on the seventh of Adar. <coughs> okay. Vahechan. Uh, Moshe Kavur, where was Moshe buried? Uh, it said Bechal Koshogad, uh, says uh, Rabbi Huda. So he was also buried there as well. Dictive uh, because he chose the best part uh, for himself. That's in the blessings of God in Vazota Bracha. Uh, it, what does that mean? Bechal yeah, so he's buried in the portion of God. So the Gemara asked the question: "With Chalkosh Ruven, Ad Chalkosh Gad, Kamehavu, how how far uh, you know is is uh, uh, the distance from uh, the, that portion of Ruven to the portion of God? Aba Milim, four mil uh, over there. So so you know, so he died in one place and he was buried in another. Otan Arba Milim, that there's four mil." Uh, you know, me, Holy uh, who actually transported him, and therefore, uh, this means Moshe was bound up uh, in, the, in the wings of the Shkina himself. Uh, Moshe was carried out uh, by Hashem himself. He executed the righteousness of Hashem and his. And his Mishpatim, <coughs> uh, the laws uh, with with Israel. So that's why you know if, it, if the uh, the if the verse didn't say it, we couldn't uh, presume to say this uh, ourselves. But it says Moshe Hashem himself uh, carried Moshe from one place uh, to the other, and the angels are talking like that. It says Vakadosh Baruch Hashem himself said Miakumli Avin. Who will rise for me against evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the people who sin as well? In other words, who can defend the people against? His accusers because Moshe uh, was the um, the purple, the person that stood up for Israel, you know, par excellence. Uh, no one else, you know, with the sin. Hashem, Moshe says, erase the sin of the golden calf. Moshe said, erase me from your book. And Hashem says, oi, uh, you know, look, who's going to stand up and defend the Jewish people now? Okay, so uh, you know, if we, we if we, the verse hadn't said it, we couldn't have said it himself. All right, so now Shmuel, Amar Shmuel says, no, Hashem was saying, who is clever and who knows uh, the interpretation or to reconcile uh, things. In other words, uh, to to reconcile uh, between uh, the, the between Hashem and the Jewish people. Okay, who can. Uh, intermediate over there. Rabbi Yochanan and Hashem was saying, Wisdom, where can it be found? Rav Nachman Amar, via Moshe, Moshe died over there, Vasamalion, Omar, via Moshe, Moshe, Safra Rabbah, Disrael, Samalion, so was that an angel? Was it Talmud Chacham? Tosfut has got two opinions. Moshe, the great scribe, died there. All right, and uh, and it says a tana um uh Rabbi Eliezer Hagadol Omer Rabbi Eliezer Hagadol says Shnai Masam Mil Al Shnai Masam Mil no even ever twelve mil by twelve mil uh the, the they heard a voice Kenegin Machane Israel that that's the size of the Jewish camp uh but call Mashmi Omer the the voice uh called out and said Vamot Moshe Safra Rabbi Israel uh Moshe the servant of Hashem uh died the Vayeshomim another verse another interpretations or another uh understanding of what the what was said Lo Mach Moshe uh, you know, uh, and he was. Uh, it says, yeah, uh, he was. I uh, was with um, uh, law, uh, mate Moshe. Uh, it says because 
Moshe didn't die. So actually, what happens is uh, Moshe actually some say the uh, Yeshurim the Yeshurim is that um, Moshe actually never died. Uh, what does it mean? Even though uh, it says he died there, uh, but it also means Ketivhatam in other places says Hisham in Hashem in that he was with Hashem for forty days and forty nights. It says Ma Lahalan Omeid Moshemesh the same way uh, in the forty days and forty nights he just stood and served Afkan Omeid Moshemesh. When it says that Moshe was standing, it means he standard stood and he served uh, in front of Hashem. All right, and uh, and and that's it. All right, so now uh, uh, even though the the, the verse is uh, maybe you should stop there actually uh, and uh, pick up uh, tomorrow uh, with with further discussion. Actually, we've just got uh, one more uh, amud of, uh, of of quite big agada, uh, but then we move on into the procedure of the sota and we move more into the the korbanot uh, section of uh, sota. Uh, in the meantime, though, everyone should have a great day.